This week's episode of the E-Bone Zone has been brought to you in cooperation with Fair Plains General Store. Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the E-Bone Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. All right, let's talk about deodorant. And now, before I get started, this isn't a rant about how some people don't use enough. It's actually quite the opposite. I didn't think I'd have to say this, but if you're using enough body spray to clear out an entire bus of people, you might just be using too much, bro. Hold on a second. Whoa, just just back it up there for me a little bit. How did we get here? Like, bro, I'm pretty sure you skipped a few steps. My goodness, fill in the blanks a little at least. Seriously, dude, just think about it. Just for for a little bit. How confusing is it that we started off the episode talking about not wanting to rant about the fact that some people don't use enough deodorant, and then bang, right into the part where someone clears out an entire bus full of people because they used too much deodorant. What is going on? I need some explanation right now. Would you just hang on a second? I'm getting to that. My goodness, some people just don't know the meaning of the word patience now, do they? Well, anyway, so what happened here? 30 people were taken off of a school bus in Florida because of hazardous materials. And apparently what they were talking about was Axe body spray. Now, for those of y'all unfamiliar with the sheer potency of this stuff, well, remember when they taught you about deodorant and showers in middle school? Exactly. Most of us thought a shower and axe were the same thing. So we just sprayed like a skunk who got up on the wrong side of the bed. We didn't know the meaning of too much, bro. Like, it was like the cartoons when two of the characters go to the perfume stores and they have to hold their breath the entire way through. It wasn't pleasant at all. But, of course, we thought we were the best stuff since sliced bread, you know? And that brings me to another thing. I had around, I guess two years before I got the podcast going, so I was 15. I had an obsession with body spray. Like, every new one that came out, I thought it would make me a whole bowl of something everybody liked. So, every time we went to Walmart, I bought one, right? And then I used it for a few days, went to Walmart again, and the cycle continued. And that, my friends, is how you end up with a drawer full of aerosol cans really quick. Come to think of it, there for a while, I'm pretty sure I thought wearing it was a personality trait. I was an odd guy back then. We took a detour there, didn't we? I didn't expect it to go that far. Wow! And now we bring this train back on the tracks. So they apparently didn't get anybody to confess, so they brought the police in for investigation. Now, I know what you're thinking. Calm down. Calm down. Easy there, bud. They were already there. And this one guy just went around asking kids who was the one that used all the body spray. And if you want my two cents on it, if they had enough to clear out an entire bus, you should have smelled them on the way there. Before you ever got to where the school bus was, you probably would have smelled them a half mile back. I have no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind that that would have been the case. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. So this verse confronts the idea of rejoicing. It directly says that we should rejoice in the Lord. But how do we do that? That's the question here. Let's take a look at the dictionary definition of rejoice. It means to feel or show great joy or delight. So, 
what does that mean for us as Christians? Well, we know that we have a lot to rejoice in. We know we have a lot to be thankful for. We have to be thankful for Jesus' death on the cross, because without his death on the cross, we could not see the kingdom of God. We could not see his glory. His grace would not be upon us, because we would be doomed to an everlasting torment if that sacrifice had not been paid. So that's something to be happy about. That's something to get you going. That's something to be thankful for. We also have the fact that his grace is sufficient for us. We don't need anything else to make us happy. We don't need to rely on TV or movies or music or anything else to make us happy. We don't need to rely on other people. All we need to do is just to rely on God to supply our needs. We need to look to him whenever we're in trouble, whenever we have good times, whenever we have bad times, any time that calls for it, which is every time, we need to call to God. So now we know how to be thankful and what to rejoice in, but how do we do it? How do we show the Lord that we are thankful? How do we rejoice in all the things that he has given us? Well, let's take a look at it. There's actually a lot of ways. We can rejoice by spending time with Him in prayer. We can rejoice by singing songs. We can rejoice by testifying and witnessing to people, making it known that we're not ashamed of our faith and telling people the joys and the changes that have happened in our lives since we've gotten saved, telling people that it doesn't have to be the way that it is, that God can take you out of the most desperate situation and bring you into a life of joy that you've never known before. We can make examples of ourselves for the kingdom of God, and we can rejoice. Does that mean we have to be happy all the time? Does that mean we're going to be happy all the time? No, there's going to be some things that go wrong in this life, but that doesn't mean that those things have to keep us down. Rejoicing means that we need to find our confidence and find our strength in God because at the end of the day, he's all we need. So now that we know how to rejoice and now that we know of some ways to go about that, when does the Bible say we should rejoice in him? Well, this verse says rejoice in the Lord always. So there we go. We need to have this as an ongoing thing. We need to rejoice in him nonstop. We have no shortage of things to be thankful for. We can be thankful for his sacrifice on the cross. We can be thankful for his mercies. His mercies are new every morning. We can be thankful for his blessings. It's just as simple as counting your blessings each and every night and reflecting on them and being thankful for all that God has done for you and what God's brought you through. Where you are today is because of him. So now that we know how and when to rejoice, this next part of the verse says, and again I say rejoice. So the author Paul here is just saying rejoice once again. He's reiterating this importance of being happy in the Lord. 
We know from the words of this verse that we need not to rely on the things of this world for our comfort and our joy. We need to turn to God at each and every available moment. We need to do everything we can to rely more fully on Him. He's the creator of this universe, and He can provide all our needs. He's all that we need, so it would make sense. And why wouldn't we rejoice in Him? Why wouldn't we be happy that He's redeemed us? We need to turn back to God, and we need to turn to God at every moment. He's the source of our joy. We talked about planes a few weeks ago when somebody was picking the skin off their feet while they were on a flight. Remember that? To be honest with you, Nate, I hope to forget it by now. That stuff was disgusting. Ugh. Yeah, I, I get it. It was pretty gross, but we're just going to go back at it. No, don't worry, don't worry. I know what you're thinking. No, we're not talking about feet again. Nope, not that. We're turning our attention to planes this time. Why? Well, because somebody stole one and they didn't get very far. So they arrested whoever it was? Well, eventually they did. So what happened was this girl who probably just got her license, it's pretty safe to say that, decided it was a good idea to steal a plane. And I don't know exactly what she was thinking, but if I had my guess, it was probably something to the tune of, Hey, this looks fun. Why don't I give it a shot? And it didn't exactly go all that well. So what happened was she climbed a fence, started the plane, and just crashed into a wall. Now, there might have been some <clears throat> substances involved, but I'm not really sure about that. Now I'm just wondering, my main question is, what would you have done with the plane if you'd gotten it into the air? Where would you go? You know what? We don't have time to get that deep into things. That's a question for another episode. I can't let this episode end without thanking my sponsor, Fair Plains General Store. Stop in for a full line of Daddy Pete's gardening and lawn care items, as well as all the best soil additives and fertilizers, and not to mention high-nutrition permafeed for livestock. They also have high-yield herbicide and pesticide and a wide collection of snacks and drinks, from Cheetos and Cool Mountain Cream Soda to Little Debbie and Coca-Cola. You name it, they've got it. Find them at 418 Sparta Road in North Wilkesboro. And, of course, you can call them at 336-667-6849. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official, as well as on Twitter, at EbZ. That's capital O and official, capital EbZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.